Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome to Movies First. Chris Coleman with you on a very special episode brought to you by our friends at dollarshaveclub.com. All you need to do is to check them out online, dollarshaveclub.com slash first, and pick up a great deal for Movies First subscribers. Uh, Alex, a few episodes back, we talked about the remake of Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, we did. And Hollywood does seem to thrive on remakes, not just Hollywood, but the movie industry worldwide. And, and there are a lot of films, for instance, that are made in uh, outside of Hollywood and then are remade by Hollywood. But we're going to talk today, just for a few minutes, about remakes and get people thinking, and we'd love to hear from you too, by the way. Uh, fire in uh, to us via Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on, on both there. Anything that you reckon fits where a remake was better than the original, but I think, Alex, first, this is going to be a very short conversation. What do you reckon? Yeah. I reckon there's – look, there are the occasional movies that do it, but most of the time I'm left saying to people, what's wrong with seeing the original Psycho? Mm. Why try and remake it frame for frame? What's the whole point, right? Yep. So that, that kind of sums it up for me. But there are a few notable exceptions. So perhaps you can start off the conversation. What do you reckon as a remake – was better than the original. Well, we, we've got, uh, just to set the ground rules here, you've thought of a couple, I've thought of a couple, we have not discussed this at all, so we may wind up with a lot of duplication, but in, in order, three, two, one, from, from uh, with the, my, my best one coming last, I'm going to give you Invasion of the Body Snatchers first up. Okay. I, I think the 1970-whatever version of it, um, with, with a wonderfully mustachioed Donald Sutherland uh, in there, uh, and just the way the plot twists and keeps you hanging on and wondering what's going on for so much of it, I think that they captured that much better in the 1970s version than the 1950s version. Yep, OK. Well, but technology had moved ahead too. It, it so... had, but, but for, for Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah, yeah, sure, some of the... Uh, so, some of the, 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 the shooty scenes towards the end... Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But for mine, it, it's a movie that didn't need so much the technology. Yeah, the pods looked better in the second one, in the remake. But, yes. you know, just, just overall, the, the way the story was told, I think, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I think, captured uh, cap, captured the essence of the story and just had that little bit more of the of the uh, the edginess to it. Can I go with that? Does that make sense? You can go, yeah, you can go with that. I, I, by the way... I'm not going to put them in order. I'm just going to tell you what I think. Yeah, to me, right. to me, the one that really stands out is True Grit. I thought that was a fabulous movie directed by the Coen brothers. Well, funnily enough, that's where I was going next. Oh, were you really? <laughs> there you go. I just thought that was a great... I mean, Jeff Bridges and we, we were introduced to Hayley Steinfeld. What a performance by her. Just blew my mind. And I thought, 
extraordinary. Really, the, the movie is one, if you haven't seen it, you've got to go and, and, and take this out on DVD or Blu-ray or stream it or do whatever you, you wanted to because I, I was comparing that to the 1969 version. I, I can give you two so, words for the 1969 version, but I suspect you're about to say the same two words as me. With John Wayne, yeah, go for it. Uh, the two words that let the, the original down were Glenn Campbell. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, he was a great singer, but he was not a very good actor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Buy his records instead. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. All right, so those two. Now, okay, it's your turn. Go for it. I'm going to give you... I've got, I've got one more, and I think it's head and shoulders in terms of remakes above uh, everyone else. Uh, but we'll get hang to that. On, hang on, before you do that... Yeah. I think we need to talk about you taking a shave. <laughs> we'll do that, yeah. Dollar Shave Club. It is the best thing since, well... It's the best thing since razors were invented, really. Uh, what they do is they deliver top quality, and I mean top quality razors, right to your door. You can choose what you want. Uh, you can choose your delivery schedule. You don't have to lash out uh, up front. You don't have to set yourself locked in for a big contract. They make it so, so simple. All the details are on their website, dollarshaveclub.com. You choose the razor. Uh, you get a really nice handle, too, by the way, when you first join up. Uh, and uh, you can choose from their, their, their blades. And then the trick is, fellas, to actually hang on to it yourself uh, without your beloved stealing it off you and using it to shave their legs, etc. Uh, I have absolutely fallen head over heels with the executive razor. I, I, and I've never been one of those ones who's tried those big multi-blade razors before, you know, two or three. Yeah, but the six-blade executive razor, it's fantastic. It really is. And they're, well, it's not just me. There's over three million people around the world on board for the Dollar Shave Club. So check it out online. And right now you can get your first month of the club for as little as five dollars and after that just a few bucks a month so really no reason not to join get hold of your brand new blades at dollarshaveclub.com slash first that's dollarshaveclub.com slash first for that special introductory offer now alex I, I'm... before you give this to me yeah. I, i'm going to try and i wonder whether we are thinking the same thing i bet we are is okay is the opening letter of your best remake is the opening letter an O? The opening letter is an O, and there would be a number in the title. Yes, indeed. Darn it. <laughs> you can't do this. This is, this is Ocean's Eleven. It is. It is. Uh, what, now, before, before, we go to, before we talk about it, what this says, in all seriousness, what this says is that the movie industry should take a long, 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 hard look at itself before commissioning remakes. Mm-hmm. It really yes. should. Yes and no, because, I mean, sometimes the reason the remake is, is appropriate is a new generation won't watch a movie that's 20, 30, 40 years old, even though they should. I so mean, they you, go and watch crap instead. Well, it's no, because some of the movies that are being made are better. Movie-making techniques are better. Some of the stories are more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, but well, the remakes aren't. Yeah, and, but, but that's, that comes down to the writing and the talent and the way that it's all put together. It really comes down to the writing and, and the direction as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I have a suggestion for that. We'll get to that in a second. Let, let's, look, let's compare the two Ocean's Elevens. All uh, right, well, in 1960. Yeah, 1960. I mean, you had the, the, the whole Rat Pack. You had Dean Martin. Uh, you had uh, Frank Sinatra. You had Sammy Davis Jr. Um, you, you had the great plot in Vegas. And bear in mind Vegas in the late 50s when this was shot, 1960 when it was released, was a very different place. 
it wasn't the tourist mecca that uh, that it has become these days. They were still letting off, I think, nuclear bombs just down the road, and people would stand on hotel roofs to see the mushroom clouds. I kid you not. Right. Um, and it was very much a mob town. Uh, to, by 2001, you know, 40 years later, it had mm-hmm. changed. And Ocean's Eleven, 2001. It is, it is one of my favourite movies of all time. Yeah, I, I loved it. I, and also, it's got one of the best directors, Stephen Soderbergh. Oh, absolutely. Took a break for about four years and now has come back and made another, another great movie. But also the cast is just... I mean, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Yeah. What a great combination. But it, it goes on. I mean, if you, if you look at that cast again... The, 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 all the five of them, one after another, Matt Damon, you know, Julia Roberts, it's just a great, great cast of people who all do such a wonderful job. And I, I agree. I'm, I'm trying to remember what I gave it out of 10 at the time. I might even, I might even try Googling my own. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, I mean, you, you know, you, you've only mentioned some of the cast, uh, some of the cast in there. I mean, you, you've got Bernie Mac in there. Elliot Gould is fabulous in it. Uh, Scott Kahn's in there as well. Uh, uh, Casey Affleck as, 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 the other one, as the other brother in there. Uh, Carl Reiner. Uh, you know, it, it's a phenomenal movie with a phenomenal cast. And, again, we can sort of loop back to what sparked this discussion. Murder on the Orient Express, the 2017 version, you know, True. a massive ensemble cast. Ocean's Eleven, 2001, massive ensemble cast. But everyone in Ocean's Eleven, 2001 version, and even going back to the 1960 version for that matter, everyone in there gets their moment in the sun. That's true. Does and everyone I, that, in Murder on the Orient Express 2017 get their moment in the sun? Nah. Yeah. Not even, not even close to it. That's, that's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That is the issue. And did you mention Elliot Gould? I did. He's fabulous in it. He's fabulous. He, I think he's actually better in Ocean's 12, but he's brilliant in Ocean's 11. Yes. And Casey Affleck, yeah. who went to win an Oscar. So, yeah, it's a, it is a pretty impressive cast. You're right. So, oh, Andy Garcia we haven't mentioned. Oh, we haven't even mentioned him. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I, and I can't, I can't find, look, I would have given that a nine out of 10 because I loved it as well. So isn't it interesting that our, our top three choices are very similar? Two out of three ain't bad, as they say. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, I've seriously been trying to think of, of anything else that, that sits as a remake where even the remake is, is close to oh, the original. Well, okay. No, no, no. I can, I can. Oh, well, I'll give you one straight away. The girl in the dragon. W- girl in the with the dragon. Girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> yeah, spit what it is, out. What there, is, spit and, out. And, and the fly. And the fly would be in that oh, list as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the girl uh, with the dragon tattoo. Both the original Swedish version and then the American remake were excellent. Really, really good. And I, I that's rare because usually the Swedish original. Uh, or the original is better, especially we're talking about yeah, true, true. I'm mystery drama. Mm. I mean, the sweet. I like. Lo- I lo- really liked both of them. Loved both of them, to be honest. And uh, the follow-ups were good too. But but that that's where it all started out from. There, all about journalist Michael Blomqvist. Now, I wouldn't say that the remake was better, but I would say that it's on par. It's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So there we go. Now. Let me finish this by talking again about the fact that this episode of Movies First, a special edition brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club and Chris swears by their six-blade razor. So check out their very special offer 
for our listeners, for Movie First listeners, at dollarshaveclub.com forward slash first. You will not be disappointed. Five bucks will get you going. Wow. Best five bucks you ever spent because you're going to get a face. Well, you won't even know you've shaved. It looks beautiful. Chris has sent me photos and my wife's drooling. So what does that say? Dollarshaveclub.com forward slash forward slash first. Catch you next time. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboo, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. From Audioboom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top-secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify, or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows.